But if after asking yourself the question about whether this is a good time to talk about this with your friend because you are both in a place where you can listen to one another, then you are another step closer to communicating about this in a skillful way that could have a positive impact. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples engaged in personal growth transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're here for the first time or you are a long-time listener, I'm so grateful you are taking 15 minutes of your day for your Conscious Communication Podcast Workshop. This is your place where you cultivate greater awareness about your communication and learn tools to show up as the compassionate and mature adult that you are. In the last few podcast episodes, I've been talking about bringing more awareness about the impact our communication has. I started talking about this in episode 131. Then in episode 132, I gave you a list of communication habits that have a negative impact. And in episode 133, I talked about who is negatively impacted when our communication is unskillful. Today, I am going to give you five questions when you want to prevent having a negative impact with your communication. For this episode, you may want to take notes. So if you want to pause to grab a pen and a journal or open your favorite note app, do so now before we dive in. Now, before we start, let me remind you that when I'm talking about communication, I'm not only talking about the specific words you say. I'm also talking about your body language, your tone of voice, and your actions. So with that in mind, I'm going to give you a scenario. Imagine that you'd like to tell a friend of yours that you have been upset with them for some time because you feel like you're putting more effort in your friendship than they have and you're the only one who contacts them to do things together. You notice that you are the one who calls them, that you are the one who's following up when you know your friend had an important event, and you don't feel reciprocated. You feel hurt. How do you say all that to your friend in a way that doesn't have a negative impact on them, on yourself, or on your friendship? How do you tell your friend how you really feel and what you would like to have more of in your friendship in a way that your friend can hear you, in a way that can lead to a deeper sense of connection. Well, something you can do before you talk to your friend is to consider asking yourself some questions and check in with yourself to see in what kind of condition you are in to have this conversation. Most of these questions come from the Buddhist concept of wise speech. 
the idea that we can express ourselves anchored in our capacity to let our essential wisdom emerge. According to Buddhism, our essential wisdom is consistently loving, compassionate, and kind. So let's go to these five questions. The first question you need to ask yourself before you talk to your friend is, is what I want to talk about useful? Would it be useful for you, for your friend, and for your friendship to let your friend know how you feel and what you would like in your friendship? If the answer is no, that it wouldn't be useful because your friend told you a couple of times that other friends gave them the same kind of feedback and your friend got so upset that they ended the friendship, and your intention is to continue to be friends with this person, then that would not be useful. But if the answer is yes, it would be useful to let them know how you feel and what you would like in your friendship. Because how can they make changes if they're unaware of how you feel? If your answer is yes, it would be useful for you as well because you don't want to let resentment fester and have this friendship die. And when you think about it further, it would be useful to let your friend know about how you feel and what you need in the friendship at the moment, because then your friendship could go deeper and be stronger than it is right now. Then you are one step closer to being able to communicate about this in a skillful way that could have a positive impact. The second question to ask yourself before you bring this up with your friend is, is what I want to talk about truthful? Is it really true that you are the only one who makes an effort to connect with your friend and do things together? Is it true that your friend is not showing up for you at all? Could it be that this has been going on during the past month when your friend has been preoccupied with her parents' illness? And if you think about times when your friend's life was calm or good, did your friend make any attempts to reach out to you and spend time together? If after considering what's been going on for you and for your friend, what you wanted to talk about is not completely truthful, then you may choose to not talk about it or you may consider changing what you would like to say. It may be that instead of lodging a complaint with your friend, you want to acknowledge how hard things have been for them lately. And you also want to let them know that you miss having more contact like you used to in the past. But if the answer is yes, what you want to talk about with them is truthful, then you are another step closer to being able to communicate about this in a skillful way that could have a positive impact. The third question you can ask yourself before you talk to your friend is, is this a good time to talk about this because we're both in a place where we can listen to one another? Is this really a good time? So, for example, if your friend is about to have a child or about to travel to help take care of their ill parents, this may not be a good time for them to listen to you because they may be feeling maxed out 
overwhelmed by the demands of life, your friend may shut down, feel attacked, unseen by you, get defensive. Or maybe after asking yourself this question, you realize it's not a good time because you've been very stressed out lately. You have a lot going on in life and since you've been listening to the Language Alchemy podcast and you've become more aware about your communication patterns, you now know that when life feels stressful for you, you tend to be harsh with your words and you tend to go into blame and criticism. So no, this would not be a good time to bring this up. It might be more skillful to wait. But if after asking yourself the question about whether this is a good time to talk about this with your friend because you are both in a place where you can listen to one another, then you are another step closer to communicating about this in a skillful way that could have a positive impact. The fourth question to ask yourself before you bring this up to your friend is, am I feeling kindness, care, and warmth towards both my friend and myself? So for example, if you have waited for so long to say this to your friend, and you know it's useful, truthful, and timely, but you feel so angry with your friend, and you have a lot of judgment about them in your internal dialogue, a dialogue that describes them as selfish, uncaring, inconsiderate, and describes you as generous, caring, too good, and also a victim for getting into friendships like this one, then those angry feelings are going to show up in your tone of voice. Those judgments about them or you will show up in your words. The belief that you are a victim is going to show up in your body language. So this would not be a moment to have this kind of conversation with your friend. What would be more useful, though, would be to do some internal work until you regain the sense of kindness, care, and warmth that you've had for your friend in the past. However, if your answer is yes, I do feel a sense of kindness, care, and warmth towards both of us, then you are another step closer to talking to your friend in a way that can have a positive impact. So once again, what am I feeling in my body? Do I feel grounded, calm, open, and spacious inside? Because if you feel tense, tight, shut down, or if it's intense in your body, then what you'd like to talk about with your friend might be tinted by past trauma or a past experience with someone else that left a big imprint in your psyche. And so if you do talk about this with your friend, your words may come out as an exaggeration of your experience. or you may transfer some of the past experiences with someone else to your friend. And that would not lead you to communicate skillfully, let alone have a positive impact. Now, 
If the answer is yes, then anchor yourself in your current experience of groundedness, calmness, openness, and spaciousness. And let your words flow because you are likely to communicate in a skillful way that can have a positive impact. These questions have helped me in so many occasions to decide whether I wanted to talk about something important, sensitive, or difficult with someone I cared about, or whether it was more important to wait. This is the practice I do each time I need to have one of these conversations, whether it's with a friend, with my beloved Matthew, with someone I work with, a client, or a family member. These questions have helped so many of my clients communicate something important skillfully and have a deeper sense of connection with others and even have their support. Now, before I repeat these five questions, you need to have a yes to all of these questions. Even if you have four yeses and one no, wait until you have five yeses before you communicate in this scenario with your friend. The five questions are, number one, is what I want to talk about useful? Number two, is what I want to talk about truthful? Number three, is this a good time to talk about this because we are both in a place where we can listen to one another? Number four, am I feeling kindness, care, and warmth towards both of us? And number five, what am I feeling in my body? Am I feeling grounded, calm, open, and spacious inside? Once you have a yes to these five questions, go ahead and communicate what you needed to say. Now, if you don't know how to start the conversation, don't worry, I got you covered. Listen to episode number 51, titled Three Mistakes to Avoid when starting a difficult conversation. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, I shared with you five questions you can ask yourself before you share something important with another person. These five questions will help you decide if your communication is likely to be skillful or unskillful, and whether your communication is likely to have a positive or a negative impact. If you notice you can't have skillful conversations with the closest people in your life, or if you now realize that when you bring important things up, there's a negative impact, then it's time to get some support. If you would like my support, visit languagealchemy.com and have a consultation with me about whether you'd benefit from one-on-one -on -one coaching, couple communication coaching, or group coaching. Next week, I am going to talk about how to apologize consciously when we communicate unskillfully. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to all my students and clients, hundreds of people who have learned to communicate skillfully and have more fulfilling lives and relationships. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.